Yes, praise God. We're live now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and joining us. Okay, I hope we'll be able to. Yeah, let's get started immediately. Uh, it's been a while, a wonderful time all through the month of November. We were studying um, the entire Bible in 30 days. And thanks to all that joined us for that study. Thank you very much. Uh, so um, we're going to, for the month of December, uh, hopefully we'll finish the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk uh, is a very short book, about three chapters, but uh, I have a feeling that it, it, it deals with the uh, perplexities and the realities of this uh, contemporary age, uh, things that a lot of us are going through um, at this time. So I felt, wow, it would be a great time uh, to study the book of Habakkuk. So um, hence the reason why we are doing this. Uh, uh, and I, I hope, well, I'm very sure we'll be blessed. We'll learn one or two things. So welcome to this series uh, on the book of Habakkuk. Uh, let's just say a word of prayers as we go on. Uh, let's say a word of prayers. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for uh, your precious love. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for bringing us to this time. Lord, I ask as we start this series, go into this book. Please open our hearts, open our eyes that we may learn at your feet and we may see things that you want us to see. And you will help us, Lord, as many of us that are going through one thing or the other, that um, you will be our succor. You will you help us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Wherever we need uh, uh, wherever we need help, you will help us. Wherever we need uh, comfort, you will comfort us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Okay, those of us that have joined, thank you. Uh, Joy, I can see your comments there. Okay, so let's go. Uh, Habakkuk chapter 1. I'll just read, let me, maybe we should start with the, just the first um, few verses. Then I will give a con uh, like a context behind what this guy was saying. So Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 1. There is a message that the prophet Habakkuk received in a vision. How long, O Lord, must I call for help? Why do you not listen? Violence everywhere. I cry, but you do not come to save. Must I forever see these evil deeds? Why must I watch all this, all this mystery? Wherever I look, I see destruction and violence. I'm surrounded by people who love to argue and fight. The law has become paralyzed and there's no justice in the courts. The wicked far outnumber the righteous so that the justice has become perverted. Uh, okay, uh, let's just, let's stop here. Verse four, uh, for a while. Thank you, uh, brother Oladosu Taiwo Joseph. Thank you for your message thank you very much okay let's just uh do a bit of context uh, to this book uh i can i can bet it that quite a significant amount of christians have never read the book of habakkuk 
of course, except uh, chapter two, where we, we popularly quote, and some of us are going to quote it out of context as well. But let's let's go ahead. So, um, this is one of the books that uh, probably have never been read by quite a number of Christians. Uh, but the book started with doubts, um, firing questions at God and uh, asking some whys and of course like we've seen in the first four verses uh, but let's understand where the author was coming from so uh, i'll give you a, a very brief succinct uh, history uh, uh coming to this point for those of us that joined us in reading the bible in 30 days this will not be strange to us uh because we actually saw the whole concept and context of the history of of the nation of israel so um the nation of Israel, uh, we know that it's splitted uh, on, on Rehoboam, Jeroboam after Solomon. Uh, so they had the northern kingdom uh, and the southern kingdom. The northern kingdom uh, was the uh, country of, of Israel, the southern kingdom country of Judah. Now the northern kingdom lasted for about 200 years before they were captured, forced by the Assyrians, then by Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, well, first they are Assyrians actually, but um, so the northern kingdom lasted for 200 years. Uh, they had about 19 kings, and all the, their kings, except for Jehu, all the kings the nation of Israel had were very, very, very evil. Like they did so much evil that if God, <laughs> if you if you if you read the book of of of, of Chronicles, Kings. Uh, and then the prophets, uh, you will see God was always angry at them, like you, you guys keep coming back, doing the same thing over and over again. So they lasted for 200 years. Um, Bible will not, or maybe, maybe by next week, I'll give a, a deeper um, history before the nation split, so that you can see how long the nation of Israel was. I mean, the whole nation was. Uh, so, but the southern kingdom. That's the nation of Judah, uh, lasted for 350 years. Now, this is very significant and instructive because we're going to be looking at several other contexts. Uh, contexts. Uh, so, Northern Kingdom lasted for 200 years, they were captured. Southern Kingdom lasted for 350 years. So, there was 150 years extra, almost the time the Northern Kingdom uh, existed. That, that was what Judah. Uh, um, uh, used to exist beyond Israel. So, uh, okay, let me just put a little bit of context, especially uh, looking at the New Testament. When you see people discriminate against the Samaritans and they're always talking, oh, Samaritans, the Jews don't have anything to do with the Samaritans and things like that. Now, they were the same, they were brothers and sisters, but for 150 years, um, uh, for extra 150 years, uh, the Northern Kingdom, that's Israel, when they were captured by the Assyrians, the Assyrians made them to do things that the Jewish tradition, Jewish culture uh, prohibits. They forced them to eat meat that was that were that were that were, uh, that would defile them. Forced them to intermarry. Uh, brought people, brought other people to come and inhabit their land. To relocated them to another land. So it it polluted. They are, I mean, that, that, those things, those 150 years polluted their whole, um, uh, polluted their whole uh, lineage forever. That, so for 150 years, 
the the nation of Judah had always been seeing their fellow brothers as polluted. So, and that was what lasted even to the time of Jesus. So, Southern Kingdom lasted for 350 years. There are 20 kings. Six were good, 14 were bad. Uh, so, now, the last good king of Judah was Josiah. So, four kings after Josiah consecutively were very bad. Like, and after that, in the Southern Kingdom, that's Judah, was conquered and then uh, defeated. And uh, so, now, every time there was a bad king in either Israel or Judah, God sent his prophets. Uh, and that's why uh, when we, for those of us uh, who may not know, I talk about the major prophets and the minor prophets uh, uh, in the Bible. It's just because of the volume of their work, uh, volume of their writing, actually, uh, volume of the prophecies. That's what makes some major and some minor. It has got nothing to do with spirituality or whatever. So, so the major prophets were the ones that God sent so many messages over and over again. And most of these prophets were, to, were sent to the nation uh, of Israel because they were always, almost always bad. Yes, some were also sent to both Israel and Judah. So, um, so it was during the time, the bad kings, that uh, prophets gave most messages. So, and most of these messages were contained in the in the four major prophets Isaiah Ezekiel Jeremiah uh, Isaiah Ezekiel Jeremiah who is the who is the last person please uh, I have my fathers and bosses and mentors here you can help me with the last one I forgot it they just uh, skipped my mind uh, so um, now I also need to tell you that Nahum uh, um, and Co were sent during the reign of Josiah and the subsequent four kings, four bad kings after Josiah, before the captivity. So Nahum had predicted that um, Nineveh, Assyria, Assyria that captured Israel, would be destroyed, uh, and then um, uh, God now sent Jonah. That's about 150 years after. Uh, before that, and God sent Jonah uh, to now go and preach redemption to the people. That was why like Jonah didn't want to go and like. God, I know that you'll forgive these people because everybody has been waiting for the prophecy of Nahum to be fulfilled. So, um, so Nahum was sent at that time. Uh, now, when Nebuchadnezzar captured Judah, uh, Ezekiel was part of the people that were captured. And if you if you remember, um, when we were reading the book, the Bible in 30 days, you saw um, what happened uh, to, to Ezekiel. He was favored. And how a heathen king, even Nebuchadnezzar, understood and uh, acknowledged that he was a prophet, a true prophet of God, and told him, told them to settle him, and he can choose wherever he wants to stay, and they should give him money to relocate to settle him, and things like that. So, uh, uh, so during the time of Nebuchadnezzar, Ezekiel was part of the captives. So now it was at this point, at this point of of them being captured by Nebuchadnezzar, that Habakkuk had this um, conversation with God. Peak of moral decadence, four consecutive bad kings. In fact, uh, 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 before Josiah, Manasseh uh, was some was one king that that uh, I mean <laughs> one of the worst kings that 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 reigned in, in Judah. And and God, it was from him that it was on, on in his time that God said, "See, I'm going to treat you people's mess up so much that." The people we they hear that hears we tingle, and that was what happened at this time. Um, 
and at this time Abakuk was okay maybe when we get there i will let you i will i will expand it more on, on that but let me just brief briefly say um god used nebuchadnezzar the babylonians especially nebuchadnezzar not just the babylonians and i will tell you the reason why it is significant that it is king nebuchadnezzar that i mean it was so significant god used nebuchadnezzar to 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 punish um these these children and Abakuk was like this punishment is too grievous like now why it's not just that the babylonians yeah the babylonians were wicked very wicked cruel brutal people but they had a king who was mentally derailed like the guy was honest 100 percent uh um what's the word now psychiatric he had a psychiatric problem facts we know he had a mental issue even though it was a prophecy from god god was interpreting uh saint daniel to interpret it uh, interpret the dream and he went into the bush like babe like the madman but even before then you look at it when he captured zedekiah that's the last king of judah when he captured zedekiah he, he watched he made zedekiah watch them kill his 70 sons then they they gotch out zedekiah's eyes this is a man that can just that can just say this today and that tomorrow like a crazy properly crazy king it was said the same in nebuchadnezzar that said uh, if you don't bow to the image throw them into the fire and when we were reading the book of daniel something uh, uh, dropped in my spirit that especially in this part of the world um, mad people lunatics see spirits they see angels they see demons they see things that human beings would normally not see and Nebuchadnezzar saw a fourth man in the furnace in the fairy furnace and immediately he changed again oh it is the god of Daniel that will be serving so the guy is 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 mentally derailed and God is using a wicked nation led by a mad king to to punish his children those were the questions in the heart in the mind of Habakkuk at that time and I feel that it is so instructive and so significant especially for us these days a number of God or a number of us are going through stuff that we cannot just imagine like stuff that's that we just ask God some question God why is this happening praise the Lord so uh, so it was at that point uh, I was asking those questions. So we'll just read a few of those questions uh, and then probably wrap up for today. Uh, so moral decadence in those times, uh, idolatry, worshipping of false gods, worshipping of self. is, And that is what is happening, especially in this part of the world where I reside. Uh, another part of the world, actually, uh, truth is scarce. In fact, the the more the the better the lie or the more someone tells a lie the more their stories we sell these days truth was scarce maybe we should read Let, let's 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 go back to the bible I, so let me just read um uh, so verse two how long go lord must i call for help but you do not listen and someone is there and just feeling like god i've been calling you why don't you listen one of my one of my proteges was discussing with me a couple of days ago that why is it that when people call on God, it seems that God doesn't answer them. And, you know, these are questions that are 
are, are bothering our mind. Like, why is it that? Is it that God doesn't answer prayers? The same thing was in the mind of Habakkuk. I mean, he started verse 2 of the, of the chapter of his book was like, how long will I call for help? And you do not listen. Violence everywhere. I, I cry, but you do not come to save. I mean, God save us. God will do this. We will take corona away. We will do this. Corruption, corrupt leaders will, will stop being our leaders and things like that. Uh, violence will cease. And it seems that it's on the rise, on the increase. How long will you will we call for help and you will not answer? Must I forever see these evil deeds? Verse 3. Why must I watch all this misery? Wherever I look, I see destruction and violence. I mean, is that I live in Nigeria and I mean it just it's just like that is the order of the day in this country. Destruction and violence. If you're not careful, if you do not find a way to detoxify your mind, the kind of news media portrays every time in this country is enough to get anybody crazy. It's not to get you mad. That's the sincere truth. So how long, Lord, will we be doing this? The law has become... Okay, now, okay let me finish uh, verse 3. I'm surrounded by people who love to argue and fight. The law has become paralyzed. There is no justice in the courts. I, I, I happen to be... <laughs> this is just... This, this guy is like, almost like reading a script for Nigeria. Uh, we, we know that um, in this part of the world, uh, in as much as the person is connected, well connected, he can tell you that he can cheat you and we still tell you to go and sue him because he knows that you will not get justice in the courts. I mean, I've, 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 I've seen employers who cheat their employees and when the employees try to complain, the employer will tell you that, go, take me to court. Sue me if you like. Yeah, because there are no justices in the courts. You know that the guy knows that he's going to buy his, his way out of the courts. So, uh, the wicked, yeah, the wicked far outnumber the righteous. So, so that justice has become perverted. And, I mean, this, this, this is just Nigeria. It's, it seems like if you are righteous, you, people will make you feel unworthy. They will make you feel bad for being good. Like, things seem to be the other way around even in the church if you don't if you don't do like others in quotes and 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 turn figures around and do this and and join them in doing in doing this evil they will think you are mad they will think you are stupid they will think you are the bad one like bad things evil is being painted like people are proud to do evil these days and it seems that the good ones are the ones that have been, I mean, of course, we are outnumbered. The good ones are outnumbered in this country, in the world. That's the truth. Now, let's look at it. Uh, the wicked have outnumbered the righteous so that justice has become perverted. The Lord replied. So now, let's look at it. Those are verses 1 to 4 where. Um, where Abakuk's concerns. So, 
idolatry, worshipping of false god, worshipping of self, truth is cast in the society, lies are the order of the day, uh, violence, order of the day, no longer justice. Because I mean, when they say uh, uh, judiciary is the is the is the hope, last hope of the common man, not in not in this part of the world. I'm sorry, I wouldn't know if, if it's better elsewhere. But in this part of the world, they just just accept your faith and just leave it to God. That is the sad truth. So and so, these are the signs that a, a society is undergoing moral and spiritual decline which is common in most of our societies. So, Abakuk approached God with this confusion and these questions. So, violence, conflict, wickedness, injustice, four things. And uh, why will a just God allow injustice to triumph? Why will God allow bad things to happen to good people? Abraham, and, and it's, it's okay to question God, and let's stop, um, let's stop spiritualizing our emotions and our feelings. It's okay to question God. It's okay to come to God with these questions. Abraham questioned God. Moses questioned God. Uh, Numbers, in fact, let's, let's just read a few. Um, Numbers 18, 22. Just give me a moment. Uh, Numbers 18.22 Let's look at the question Moses gave to God. 22. From now on, no Israel except priest. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I just want to... Um, uh, um, which... Sorry, let's just go ahead. Uh, I didn't get because uh, Moses was questioning God. Why is this happening? Why have you? Uh, where he said, um, uh, did I give back to these people? I think maybe Numbers eight twenty two. Uh, did I give back to these people? Uh, uh, well, I mean, am I the one that am I the one when they wanted to kill the guy and the guy almost like uh, uh, and the guy the guy almost almost died. Like, am I the one that gave back to these people? Why will you treat me? Uh, why will you treat me like this? Why will you, why do you want to go kill me now? I mean, it's it's it, so we there are times that um, there are times that that we had we have questions like this. Habakkuk questioned God, Jeremiah questioned God. In fact, the whole of chapters four, chapters one to four of the book of Jeremiah was was yeah, Ezekiel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and uh, I forgot it. Yeah, Jeremiah questioned God, the whole four, first four chapters. Uh, I think it was Jeremiah as well that, that told God, God, you deceived me and I allowed myself to be deceived by you. I mean, like, God told him something was going to happen. It didn't happen and he knew it was God and he went back to God like, God, you deceived me and I allowed myself to be deceived by you. So, yes, I mean, Job was, of course, we know the, the, the story of Job. Job also challenged God. So, people have been questioning God. God, why did you allow this? Why is this happening? So, yes, um, um, yes, it's okay to question to ask these questions. Now, why did God not delete the unrighteous? Why would God allow unrighteousness um, 
to thrive. Let's just read what God said. Okay, we have 15 more minutes. Let's just read what God said, then we'll continue next week. What God used in replying uh, Habakkuk after raising those four uh, uh, very important questions. And God, God replied him, and his reply even scared me. So the Lord replied, verse 5, the Lord replied, Look at the nations, look and be amazed, for I'm doing something in your own day, something you wouldn't even believe if... If someone told you about it, now you think that God is about to uh, bust his bubble and, and at least give him comfort. Now watch verse 6. I am raising up the Babylonians, a cruel and violent people. They will march across the world and conquer other lands. So God, under, God knew that Babylonians are cruel and violent. And he said, I am raising up the Babylonians. Number one, we should understand this that see the people that say that God doesn't create it is not God that created evil and things like that. Well we can't know God. I mean I'm still learning. I'm still learning, but it was God that that, that said He said, I am sending the Babylonians, I'm raising the Babylonians. God told his prophets, I'm raising the I'm raising these cruel people, these evil people. Me, God, omnipotent, omniscient. The God that knows all things is going to raise these evil people <laughs> to conquer more lands, not even your own land. You are sick of complaining about they came to capture you people. Don't worry. You know, when we just think that, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, apologies, but we just think that uh, evil must happen to the people that do us evil. You know, probably they are just waiting. Ah, how can you come and burn church? How can you come and do this? In fact, a little bit of extra biblical, yeah, it wasn't even in the Bible, but uh, extra biblical facts are, are, are gave it up, um, gave uh, expose it the more that when 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 Babylonians came to capture Jerusalem, eh, they plow what we call bulldozer, eh, they pulled down the city and plowed it under. They plowed the city, not that they just captured the people and they they grounded the city. They, they, Plowed the city under. They used bulldozer and caterpillar to, to grind the city. And you'll be expecting, ah, God said, don't worry, we're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Da, 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 da. God will soon catch them. God will soon. And God is responding that <laughs> I'm raising these people to conquer more lands. Oh, they will succeed more. They will do some other things. Anybody will have given up on God. A number of people, a number of us have not had up to 1% of this and will be questioning the existence of God. Let's just go ahead. Time is gone. Please, if you have questions, type it. I hope we'll be able to treat it today because maybe some of your questions will be answered in, in chapter 2. Uh, but let's let's go ahead. Uh, verse 7. This is God speaking though. They are notorious for their cruelty. And they do whatever they like. If God is reading out the CV of an evil person, nation like this, they are notorious for their cruelty. That they know that everybody knows that wherever these people get to, they are wicked. In fact, Zedekiah, when 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 Judah was to be captured, Judah was to be captured. The Lord sent a message to him that surrender to Nebuchadnezzar. He may be, it will be a little bit lenient with you. He ignored that message, he ran. 
because like everybody knew Babylon for being cruel they are notorious for their cruelty and they do anything they like their horses are swifter than, than cheetahs and fiercer than wolves at dusk they are charioteers charged from far away like eagles they swoop down and devour their prey remember God started with I am raising these people <laughs> on they come all bent on violence their hordes advance like a desert wind sweeping captives ahead of them like sand they scoff at kings and princes and scorn all their fortresses they simply pile rams of earth against their wall and capture them they sweep past like the wind <laughs> like the wind and are gone but they are deeply guilty for their own strength is their god you are still complaining you are still raising issues god how come I'm calling on you. You are not answering. How come it seems that the evil one seems to be prevailing? And God's response was to even eulogize and read out the CV of the person tormenting you. I, I mean, this is enough to just to just to just demoralize anyone. Now. I'll just read Abakuk's response. Then we'll, we'll close for, for the day because uh okay, okay, then maybe we should just do let's do let's 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 finish chapter one today. We'll finish chapter one today. Now, Habakkuk's response. God I just read the CV, intimidating CV of Babylon. Despite the fact that uh uh um uh, uh, Abakuk uh, was sort of expecting an answer or a sukkah. You know, most of the times, well, most of the times uh, uh, <clears throat> when we go to meet God, uh, we just expect that God has got the answer. Us. He, he will tell you that it is well, my son. <laughs> this was this answer was not it is well. Now look at Abakuk's response. This is significant. This is very instructive. He raised questions, significant questions. He raised it. God ignored his questions and was reeling out the CV of the people that were oppressing him. Look at his response to those things. Look at it. Verse 12. Oh Lord my God. See, this is what some people will hear and say there is no God. Or some people will hear and say they will, not, they will never serve God again. First and foremost, acknowledgement. Oh Lord my God. My Holy One. Ha, Kai. Look at it. This is I, I, this. I mean, this is this is just the peak. Despite what God is doing, despite what God has said, despite the fact that God doesn't seem to be giving my the things that is burning me, the things that is paining me, He doesn't seem to be giving it an answer, or it's like God is not even hearing me. Is that response? Ah, Swaleo, Baba, you are mm, you are the boss. Oh Lord, my God, He acknowledged God as His God. He acknowledged that He is still the Holy One. You are eternal. Oh God, like you know what you are doing. Surely you do not wipe, you do not plan to wipe us out. Uh -uh, Baba, 
I beg you now, you know, please, you understand? See, a number of us, I don't know the kind of theology that make us give God ultimatum. God, if you don't do it by next year, I will stop serving you. As if your service of God or non-service of God ever reduces anything from God. It is a privilege for us to serve him. It is a privilege to be called his own. And we'll give God ultimatum. One of our spiritual fathers uh, in, the, you know, on the land, uh, in the land told us something that some of us address God as if he's our houseboy. Do it to, yeah, do it now, 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 do it now, now, now. No, sir. Look at this. Despite the fact that this guy is going through hell, storm, high waters, he asks God, he is prayed, and God is not even answering. God is even eulogizing his enemy. He acknowledged God as his God. He acknowledged him as eternal. No worry, I'll, I'll talk about my notes next week. We'll start from here next week. But I just want to say some things. Surely you do not wipe us, you do not plan to wipe us all out. Oh Lord, our rock. Eulogizing God. Our rock, you have sent these Babylonians to correct us. See, whatever happens in life, there's nothing that happens in life that is that is not of God. Nothing. Like there's nothing. The Babylonians, these cruel people, to correct us, to punish us for our many sins. But you are pure and cannot stand the sight of evil. Will you wink at their treasury? He still continued to, 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 to bring his petition. But look at it. Look at it. Uh, who am I to complain? No, you are eternal. You are our rock. You've been a God. Some of us, because of the one or two little challenges we are going through, we forget God's faithfulness in the past. I was just having some random thoughts today. And like, media and all this news, bad news, a lot of things that are happening uh, that the media is reporting, at times make us to forget that there are several good things that happened in this year. We forget at times so quickly that God had been faithful in the past just because of some little uh, challenges we're going through. At that time, we forget about everything about God, what God has done in the past. So, Habakkuk eulogized God. Habakkuk, oh, you are our rock, oh, you are still our help. You are eternal. You definitely do not plan to wipe us out. And Immediately followed with further, further petition. You cannot be withhold evil now. You are a pure God. You, are, you won't wink at their treasury. You won't be telling them, go on with all these things they are doing. Should you be silent while the wicked swallow up the people who are more righteous than they? I mean, if God is going to use... Let's look at it together. Let's, let's look at the logic. If God is going to punish his children for, for whatever, for sinning, I think you should use someone that is more righteous to punish the guy that has sinned. But God is using someone that is more wicked. The thing that you are punishing us that we did is not as bad of what these Babylonians are doing. And you want to use them to punish us. I thought it was it's supposed to be that this someone that oh is righteous, then you can say that oh God is using the righteous to punish us. A number of if by the time we finish this this teaching, I, I trust that some of our theologies will have changed. The theology of uh, no matter what comes my way, when success comes my way, I will praise the Lord. That kind of theology will have changed. That you know that God is God no matter what. He's eternal. 
He is God. He's God over my life. He's God over your life. He's God. No matter what is happening to me, no matter the circumstances around me, God is still God. Uh, are we only fish? Uh, verse 14. Are we only fish to be caught and killed? Are we only sea creatures that have no leader? Must we be strung up on their hooks and caught up in their nets while they rejoice and celebrate? Then they will worship their nets and burn incense in front of them. These nests are the gods who made us rich, they will claim. Will you let them get away with this forever? Will they succeed forever in their heartless conquests? That was the, that's the second set of questions. Let's see what God uh, let's see what God will respond with next week. So we're going to start from here next week. You have a difficult question. You know someone that is going through some difficult times, asking God some difficult questions that not even us can can give an answer to. Please, I want you to send this podcast. I'm going to this will go in a podcast. Please send it to them and invite them to be to be to be on this. Uh, teaching next week. We're going to start from uh, Abakuk's second set of questions and what God, how God responded to the set, second question, the set of questions uh, next week by the grace of God. Uh, please type your question on Facebook. If you have any question? Questions uh, before we we, we close. Uh, Thank you, sirs. Thank you uh, for the likes. Let's just say a word of prayers. I will close. Uh, next week, we'll start, uh, please, 8 o'clock next week. Uh, by the grace of God, we'll, uh, God, God will gonna, uh, help us in answering these difficult questions. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for these um, children of yours that are listening. Uh, I ask that wherever some of us are going through stuffs, some questions that we don't even have answers for questions that I don't even have an answer to. Lord, I ask that you would please give us your answer in the name of Jesus. Lord, comfort us, console us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we promise that we will acknowledge that you are faithful, you are just, you are God, no matter what, you are still our God. Father, we ask that you just make us stand strong no matter what. Because keep pushing hard, keep pushing hard in the name of Jesus. I stand in gap for my brother, for my sister that is going through some unimaginable pressure, unimaginable challenges. Father Lord, I stand in gap, I join my faith with this and I say that you will comfort us Lord in the name of Jesus. Give us strength to bear this at this time in the name of Jesus. Thank you Father, in Jesus name we pray it. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Brother Lou, good to see you. Good to read from you after a while. Thank you very much, Joy. Thank you, um, uh, Wakebo. Thank you very much. Uh, that's Moye. Uh, Big Bros. Are Ajanaku. Thank you, Baba. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Uh, Pastor Banji. Reverend Banji. Thank you, sir. Pastor Aleshi. A lot of other people. Uh, time is almost gone. Let me just finish. Thank you very much. Uh, God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. Bye.